Hey guys, and welcome back to It Does Into a Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. I have Kaylee here with me, and today we have some exciting news. I'm so excited. Kayla, would you like to tell everybody what's going on? I was getting on a plane. Oh, I was either getting on a plane or coming off a plane back home to Denver, and I just get a text from Rachel saying we are in the top charts of American relationship podcast top five we're number five glennon doyle like our spirit animals number one yes i know oh my god oh my gosh that was so exciting and then we were like in the top charts of like dozens of other relationship that was such an exciting moment and we definitely need to like make sure we celebrate that little okay so i'm looking at my screenshot so we were in the top charts we were in the top uh 50 in the United States, Great Britain, Canada, Australia, Sweden, New Zealand, <laughs> South Africa, Panama, and that was just top 50. We got to number five in America uh, for the relationship category. So we are just so blown away by this response. Like, honestly, <laughs> I'm just, I'm shook. I'm shocked right now. This is amazing. So hello to all of our new listeners. Welcome to the podcast. And thank you so much for your support. We're slowly getting together all of the stories that we're going to be doing for season three. So season three is going to be a little bit different. Uh, we're going to have each episode be an individual story. We've received so many messages from women. And honestly, I want to hear more than just, you know, it takes me so long to create each season that I want to try to get as many stories out there as possible. So this is what we're going to do. We're also going to have some special guests come on. We're going to be interviewing therapists. We're going to be talking about healing therapies and different techniques that uh, we use like journaling, meditation. Uh, we use crystals, tarot, astrology. You know, we want to get into a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, no, that's exciting. I think the doing the mini episodes of single stories will be so much better. And it'll just be like start to finish of women's stories. And I, I just, yeah, there's so many out there. We've gotten so many inquiries and submissions that I'm like, okay, one season at a time is fine, but I think it'd just be so much better to get all these out. So I have some exciting news that I'm going to share. I have just quit my job and I'm packing my bags and my dog. And in two weeks, I'm moving back to America. <laughs> yes. Oh my I god. I can't so scream funny. too loud or this will like blow the speakers on y'all's ears. Oh my gosh. But... Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Five years I've been in London and it's finally time to go home. It's so exciting. And like the one of the first things you're doing is coming to visit me, obviously. Yeah, I am. I'm leaving uh London on April eleventh. And then I'm coming to Colorado the next weekend for a girls weekend. Yes. So the main reasons I'm moving back to the United States is that my visa is expiring and I don't want to renew it. I decided that I wasn't going to renew it while I was going through quarantine because the past two years have been a living hell at moments. <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful for it because I made this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got your yoga certification. You started this podcast. Quarantine taught me that I can teach myself anything and that I can be really creative. Thank God for this podcast because it really pulled me out of a dark spot, even though I was making really dark material. 
<laughs> I guess that just kind of like went along with my mood. I was in a dark place mentally and I was making dark material, but I was also being creative. So, hey, it worked out. I'm sure that did that to a lot of people, honestly. I'm sure people are right now being like, wow, like I can't even imagine doing what I was doing before that. What's going on with you, Kayla? Give us a life update. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm still in Colorado, which I was not expecting to be, but still here, still love it. In December, I made the decision to be single and not that anything happened or nothing was really wrong. I just never fully healed from the situation that I was in, from the relationship. With Mr. Wannabe? Yeah. I mean, I did in a way, but like, I'll say this, like I've never done it alone. I've never been alone and I never really sat with myself and worked through things. Like I was obviously single, but I lived with granny. So there was constant conversation. And then I got into a relationship with Tyler and it was super great. So I feel like I was still like distracting myself a little bit. And so like a lot of Towards the end of 2021, I don't know what was happening, but the universe was literally literally pushing things out of my life and people out of my life, but not because it was bad, but because I just needed some time to myself. Like I think everyone needs that alone time to like really discover themselves. So that happened in December. I had to make that really hard decision. It kind of came out of left field for him, but like I had just been feeling it for a while and it wasn't like I don't know. It just wasn't anything like he was doing. It was just me. And I couldn't, when I tried to explain it to him, he didn't understand, but now he, now he sees it and he does understand. Um, so that's nice. Um, at the time it was very hard <laughs> and he didn't understand. I know girl, you were definitely going through it. I mean, that's hard. Like that's how breakups are. Like, you know, one person wants to break up and the other person is caught off guard and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> we're breaking up. Right. So it definitely came out of left field for him, but I I just couldn't explain it. I was like, I don't know what it is, but I just know I need to be alone. And so I've like super hardcore been working on myself for the last three months and it's been really good. Um, It's been really good for me. Uh, I, I haven't been alone. I haven't lived alone since I was fresh out of a divorce, 2017. I lived alone for six months. And at that time, I was not emotionally sound at all. That's crazy to think that like my entire adult life, I lived by myself six months. Like, what? So I just wanted to like prove to myself, honestly, because I had so much trauma around taking care of myself. And I, oh, I need someone to take care of me and I can't do it on my own. And I need a roommate. And so I honestly was like, I don't know how I'm going to afford this, but I'm going to, I have to make it work. So I, I just trusted the universe and I was like, all right, I'm going to pay for all the bills on my own. I have my own, obviously, rent and bills and new car and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I've been doing it for three months. I know. I'm so proud of you, girl. You got your new app out. Tell everybody about your app. Yeah. So well, my uh, coaching business is just like elevated a little bit. I partnered with the company and they like really take on online coaches and help scale and scale them and build their business. So I have that. It's also simultaneously an app. So that's cool. Um, so honestly, nothing has changed, but like things are just elevating, I would say. So I am just working on a lot of things, things I've never worked on in the past. I'm taking that time to work on and it's been good to have that alone time. Do you not find it strange? Like I'm about to move back to the United States. The podcast is doing well. What are you trying to say, Rachel? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) 
there is synergy or something happening here. Like uh, there is no something's happening sure. in the universe. I can feel it. <laughs> Something. We've been talking about this for so long and working towards working together for like four years, and it's finally happening. Like I don't know what it is or what yes. is about to happen, but I feel like it's about yes. to happen. Whatever it is. I know. We don't know, but we just, we know our desires and we know what we want. We don't know how it's going to look. It's so crazy when I look back on my life and look at all the ways the universe lined everything up, like at the exact right time. So I know that you coming back, me being alone and our podcast blowing up all at the same time is like literal gold. So we have gold right now. So there's a whole extra element um, that we didn't mention when Kayla and I realized that we were number five on Apple charts. So this happened on Friday this past week, which was my first day of unemployment. So Thursday came, you know, five o'clock came and I shut that <laughs> laptop with force. I was like, boom, I am done. Oh, yeah. I am done, done. Yes. <laughs> Kayla knows, like, I've been so unmotivated for so long in that role. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, okay, yeah. you guys, I bought a mouse jiggler on Amazon. <laughs> 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 yeah. Please tell the world about this mouse jiggler. Oh, I died when I heard that. Someone out there is making a shit ton of money off of lazy people. It's like this little USB that you plug into your computer and it doesn't let your mouse go idle. So I would have to be on Teams from because I was working from home and my boss could always see if I was on Teams and sometimes I didn't want to be on there. So I would just put my mouse jiggler on and like, you know, take a little break. So if you're like I was and you're lazy and so you need a little funny. break in the middle of the day, just buy yourself a mouse jiggler on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we should get sponsorship. We that would be so hilarious. Oh forget my better God. Help. Forget mental <laughs> yeah. health. Forget talk therapy. Forget better help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all figure that out on your own. <laughs> also, we're very sorry for saying that better help and talk therapy. We would love to have you. Yes, we would love to have you as our sponsors. Please, please be our sponsors. So, okay, sorry. Anyway, I got off, off track per usual. So uh, Friday, I woke up and my first day of unemployment and boom, we were in the top charts. Honestly, we've had like so many downloads that day. I was just like mind blown. Like we had the most downloads in the past week than we've ever had ever since podcast came out last June. I don't know how it happened or why it happened the day after I quit my job. It's not a coincidence. So not a coincidence. The universe was waiting for me to quit my mm -hmm. job, and to take the leap, yes. and then it yes. finally rewarded me. Anyway, I feel amazing about it. I just feel so good about all my decisions right now. It's like I'm getting all the confirmation and the signs that I need. Totally. Oh my gosh. That wasn't our goal. You know, that's not why we made the podcast. Like, obviously, I want people to listen to it, but it's more about the fact that women are resonating with these stories and that's like encouraging women to send us their story. That's the whole thing is that we want to build a community and let women know that they're not alone in this. And I feel like we're finally getting to that. And I'm just so excited. Okay, so I think we should update our listeners on some Mr. Wannabe dramas that have come up recently. We thought the mother effer was gone, but I stand corrected. Kayla, what's going on? Well, first of all, 
he is still living in the same city that we lived in, which is baffling to me because it's a very, very, very expensive place to live. And I'm like, how the hell do you live there? Like, who did you swindle? So anyway, like 100% I know that because he, I don't know, randomly was like, oh, I found some stuff of yours that you might want. I'm going to send it to Granny's house. And I actually didn't live there at the time. I lived in Colorado, but I wasn't about to tell him my address, obviously. So he sent it and like he sent me a picture of the receipt, even though I didn't ask for it. And then like I could see the address was like the returning address was like still in the same city. I was like, how? Like, I honestly was like, maybe he like went to live with his parents (laughs) because he was like living in that expensive house rent free for over a year and he got kicked out. He was only able to stay there because they froze evictions because of COVID. Yeah, exactly. That's the only reason he got to stay that long. Yeah. So anyway, so he owes that guy lots of money that he's probably not going to pay anyway. So that, but then, um, yeah, another little thing came up and this is honestly just shows how like narcissists work and how manipulative they are and how like, ugh just grinds my freaking gears. So how long has it been since you left Mr. Wannabe? I left him September 2020, but then we still continued to talk until about March 2021. It was when I completely cut off contact. I have been blocked on text, not on email though. I have really been obviously working on my life and I have a lot of goals. And so I've been trying to work on my credit. I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not great. So like I've been really working on my credit score and trying to get that up and up and up. So the middle of February, I like get a notification that my credit went down like 25 points, which is a lot for like one trend, like in one transaction, like from one thing. And I was like, what the heck is this? Like, cause it kept, it was going up and I was like, what is this? And there was a collections agency in California. And so I just assumed that it was like associated with something with us, like a bill didn't get paid, whatever, because I have been getting like late payment bills, like that he didn't pay the water bill. He wasn't paying the waste management, all that. So I like immediately sent it to him, like screenshot it. And I was like, hey, like, I don't know what this is, but it just really affected my credit. So I asked him to look into it and I was like, did you pay the water bill? Did you do all that? Because I had previously sent him like the statements. We're we're having this back and forth conversation and he's like, I don't really know what it is. But essentially he was saying, whatever it is, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Even in this email, he says, I'll just Venmo you and make sure you're insulated from whatever it might be. Give me a few days. Today is through Thursday is busy. Text me on Wednesday. So I emailed him. I was like, hey, it's Wednesday. Just like checking in. So we're just having this back and forth conversation. And he, he always goes into way too much detail. He always says way too much. But essentially, he was saying, I'm happy to take care of it for you. Definitely don't want you to be hurt by that. Please provide me with whatever notice you have. And I will make sure you get taken care of. Essentially, he was saying that for days. He was like, I'm sorry that if this is still outstanding for you, I will help get it fixed. Just on and on and on with like promises of like, oh, don't worry, I can still help you. So this was like a $700 thing and I paid it, but I wanted him to pay me back. So a couple of days go by and this is what he says. Sorry for the slow response. I've had a ridiculously busy week. I want to be honest. I've had to examine the reasons I feel compelled to pay this for you. 
And as much as you probably don't like to hear this, the reason for my feelings are because that even after all this time and even after the hurtful things you have said about me, I still love you. And I realize I am always going to love you. I have tried to not love you. It's just not something that I'm able to force myself to do. And so I've had to make peace with the fact that my heart and my head won't reconcile with each other. As such... I am not going to pay for this expense. Since we are no longer together, I'm just not willing to take on the responsibility of continuing this gift. And that hurts me to say, I'm sorry. This gift? I don't know. A gift of paying me back? I don't know. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It's just like, at the end of the day, he probably couldn't do it. But his excuse to me was that, oh, I love you so much, but like my heart and my head will not quit fighting with each other. I love you so much that I can't pay for the bill that I put in your name so I could not pay for it to begin with. (laughs) Yeah. It's just insane. Like the way that they like manipulate everything. Like, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. And then it's like- you left him a year and a half ago and you haven't even talked to him on text in a year- And he's still coming through with all of this, I love you bullshit. He just saw an opening there and just took it and thought like, oh, she. Oh, she needs me. Needs you. Yeah, exactly. She still needs me. And you're right. He can't pay that $700. That's why. Yeah. So essentially, honestly, like I wasn't even stressed about it. I was like, you know what? This is just like a test. I felt like from the universe saying, Kayla, are you going to try to need him? You know what I mean? Like. And so when he said he when he said he couldn't pay it, I was like, fine. I and I literally texted him back and I was like, I'll just take care of it like I always do, you know? Like I take care of shit. I I'm just, maybe just a test from the universe trying to see what I would do. So I know that anyway. sucks, but it also probably felt really good for you to not have to need him and you're just like, you know what? Yeah, for sure. It does. It does feel good. I just a little bit of spite in me there was like, he should pay for this. Like it was him affecting me. Still to this day. Do you think it's still that same feeling of like him owing you all that money and like you feeling like entitled, you know, he owes you this because of all the shit he put you through in the relationship? Oh, for sure. That's like a sliver of what he owes me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Again, it's just him stealing more money from you. I know. I mean, how much did he owe you? It's like 27 grand. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It sucks. Like, I'm way better, but I'm still getting over some like trauma and limiting beliefs around that whole situation, like, especially around money. Like, he really, really put some serious limiting beliefs when it comes to money, like, in my head that I'm still dealing with. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Trauma is a catalyst. It provokes significant change in the lives of survivors, as well as in the lives of their caregivers. Join me, Carrie Rickert, on my podcast, Transformational Trauma and Healing, as our guests share their stories of trauma and the resources that have been beneficial to them. We will celebrate our guests' successes and learn from their struggles, adding tools to our trauma survival toolbox along the way. It's amazing to me how much trauma you can pick up in relationships, like small things. Like obviously we we know your trauma with everything that happened with Mr. Wannabe, but 
the thing that's lingered the most for you is the financial abuse and like him still trying to hold that over your head or like here you are a year and a half out and you're still getting bills, you know, know. coming through that he didn't pay and it's affecting your credit. You know, it's just crazy. Like we can focus on the main things of the relationship, like say somebody hit you or someone cheated on you, but don't forget all the small little things that come that kind of come in in the middle, like financial abuse, because here we are and you're still dealing with that. Yeah, for sure. He definitely put in my head so many, just like I said, limiting beliefs. Like his belief was literally like, you have to struggle to be successful. And like, I am so glad, like he's even said in emails, like, I'm so glad you went through the struggle with me. And it's like, no, I don't have. How many women do you think that he's said that to? I don't know. A lot. Everyone, every single one. Like that's totally his way of pulling them in and making them feel like we're in this together. Like we're in the struggle. We're in this in the depths of yeah, this the struggle means we're going to be successful if we're if we're struggling we'll be successful and like that never happened and then also like just the way we lived it was like so uh, scraping and getting by and like barely getting by so like that instilled in my head oh i only just get by i'm never like overflowing with money i just get by and i'm i i'm surviving and i'm quote unquote taken care of but that's all I'm I'm worthy of is just like the bare minimum. So like that's literally the beliefs I'm working through in my head. So a couple of weeks ago when I was in Oklahoma City, we had a Galentine's Day party and we had a tarot card reader come. And this woman who came and she read all of our tarots was amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. She gave me so much insight and it was so, like, I felt so intuitive. I don't know. I just absolutely loved it. So I immediately went and bought a tarot deck of my own. And so now I'm on my tarot journey and I know absolutely nothing about what I'm doing. (laughs) But anyway, so I gave Kayla, she's my guinea pig, as always, I gave her a tarot card reading. And one of the first cards, the very first card I pulled for her was a picture of a rainbow. It was a cups card and it had cups in the rainbow. Cups um, are opportunity cards. Those are like opportunities coming your way. It's a really nice card to have in your deck. I mean, it's a really happy card, signifies a lot of opportunity, growth, uh, joy, and happiness. And so I gave Kayla this reading and then probably like what about a week later? Yeah, so I'm in Flor- I was in Florida last week and uh, we were at sunset. I was with Tyler and we were just sitting there and I had a flower in my ear and I just wanted him to take a picture of me with my flower. <laughs> so <laughs> he like got around and he like went and took a picture of me. Well, then he like shows me the picture and there's literally a circle rainbow around my head. I know, we need to post this on the Instagram. An arch of a rainbow, just like the freaking tarot card. Like, my head is right in the middle of this, I don't know. I was shook. I was shook for hours. I know. I know. I was shook for hours. I was cause, And you're the one that freaking pointed it out to me. I forgot. Yes, I saw it. You posted on your Instagram, and then I screenshotted it. And then I sent you back a screenshot of your card and that side by side. And yes. I was like, oh my God, are you freaking serious right now? Do you see what I, do you yeah. see 
what I'm seeing. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was nuts. And then since then, like rainbows have been following you. Yeah, then like two other rainbow instances happened. Like I was sitting in a chair and I got up to leave and there was literally just like a small rainbow like on the ground pointing at my chair. Like, what does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. All right, Kayla, I know that you've picked out a question for me and I've picked out a question for you. So what is your question for me? So from doing the podcast, doing my season, Laura's season, seeing all of these messages, emails, all the kind of, you know, opening up our minds to all this, like what has it taught you about your relationship? Oh my gosh, what a loaded question. I honestly don't even know how to answer that. Um, I'm in a very unique situation with the fact that in order to be with my husband or in order for my husband to be with me, we have to go through this whole visa process. There's so much documentation for us to be together. You know, I hope for anyone listening to this podcast right now, if you have a significant other in your life, that you guys are both the same nationality. So as of right now, that's why I'm moving back to America. I, I want to be with my family. And I've been waiting. I've been staying in England for at least a year and a half longer than I really want to because of the fact that my husband can't come with me. And I feel guilty because I don't want to just like up and leave him. You know what I mean? Like I feel responsible to be here and to make sure that like we're doing this together as a team. But it's it's impossible. Like it's actually impossible to be able to do that as a team when it's completely reliant on one person or the other, depending on what country we're trying to get into. So we have all of these extra little elements going on in our relationship in that aspect. But also like, I think I've kind of come to the realization that, you know, I've got to have my family and friends around me. Like, my relationship can no longer be my everything. In the past couple of years, it's slowly become my everything because of the fact that I'm not in my home country. I'm not with my best friends. I'm not with my family. We were also in COVID during this crazy time. So I found myself in England, you know, kind of trapped here. So kind of just having a, an awakening of sorts all on my own about what it is that I need, like for myself to be fully fulfilled, like as a human being, like, yes, my relationship is a part of that, but it's not the whole part. I need my family. I need my friends. I need my wellness. I need so many other things that I don't think I knew previously. So, you know, I'm going back to America this time with an, a completely different view on the entire world, on myself and who I am and what I'm passionate about and what I want to do with my life and what's going to help me thrive. So I'm going through a huge transition right now. Yeah, I think it just shows that like every relationship has its own issues. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a bad, toxic situation, but also no one's relationship is perfect either. So like everyone has their shit. I promise you that every single relationship has its own dramas. Okay, Kayla, my question for you is that we've been waiting for me to move back to America for five years so we can finally be together and start something together. So what is it that you hope is about to happen for the rest of this year once I move back? Honestly, I'm so ready to reach so many more people. 
a big word on my mind recently has been community because I really don't have community. Like I've moved so many times. Like I feel like my community is still in Oklahoma City, although I never want to move back there. So I just want to like build a community like this. Like that's why I think like I wanted, we have our little private page for the podcast, but like, I don't know. I think community is everything. And I feel like a big thing I want to work on this year is community and building that somehow while still being like remote, (laughs) like being able to be wherever I want. It's just funny because like you never know how your life is going to be. Like you always just have to decide what you want out of life. And then like it shows up. Like I never thought that this would be anything, you know, but like, I think this is going to be something and it's like not what I expected. I never thought anything good would come from Mr. Wannabe. I know. That's, I was thinking that this morning of like, I think I said it in my season. It was like, I thought that our struggle would be my story and like overcoming that. But like me struggling with him. Exactly. Getting out of it is actually the story. <laughs> it's like, He's going to make me successful, but not in the way that I thought. So it's so crazy how life works out. Yes. So I don't know. I think this year, like I said, building that community, finding a way to scale and build and reach more people, and then like getting paid bukus of money for it. Like, hello, we deserve that. I'm on board with that for sure. We're going to end this episode with me practicing my tarot cards and giving Kayla a reading because Kayla is in need of a miracle this week. Right, Kay? I need a miracle this week. I do. All right. Kayla's pulling in a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Pulling in a miracle. I'm here to assist in your miracle. So what are we calling in? What are we focusing on? We're calling in bukus of money. (laughs) (laughs) Bukus of money. Okay. Calling in a money miracle this week. Because of the way that I switched my coaching this month, I haven't gotten paid on anything I've done yet. So it doesn't pay me until a couple more weeks, which is super frustrating because I'm used to getting it like that day, the same day. So anyway, I need a money miracle this week. I am shuffled. I'm ready to go. Kayla, you ready? Yeah. I'm going to pull three cards from the top of the deck. Oh, we've got three different cards here that are completely different from each other. Your first card is the King of Wands. The King symbolizes long-term success in leadership. He has the same passion as the other cards, but has the maturity to thrive. All right. All right. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. I feel feel that. I feel like I feel that. (laughs) I really do. Okay, cool. The middle card is the Ace of Cups. Cups. I love the cups. Cups are yes. opportunity cards. <laughs> okay, so the Ace of Cups. The Ace is a sign of a fresh start, typically in a new relationship. It is time to open your heart and accept what somebody else has to offer. All right. You know, this could mean in business, though. Like, you think relationship and you think romantically, but honestly, this could be a business relationship. Oh, I have been calling in like... Oh. I've been calling in someone to help me like with my business strategy. I think you saw me post that the other day on my story. Yeah. So this could be that. Yeah. The last card, the queen of swords. I have wands, cups, and swords. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right, Kay. The queen represents making impartial judgments using intellect more than emotion. She is emotionally understanding, but fair with reason. Okay. 
I don't know. I think maybe that means like I'm mature. My business is mature. I'm calling in someone to help me now and I need to use intellect for the right person as opposed to just forcing it because I want it, like not emotional, like, oh, it's I need to force it. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, hold on. Let's just pull one more card. Okay. Because I'm keep pulling until we find a money one. Let's just see. I just feel like there's something left here. I feel like the deck's not finished. Okay. Let's just see. Hold on. Okay, you got another swords card here. Just slicing bitches. Yeah, slicing and dicing. (laughs) Oh, girl. Okay, so you have the eight of swords here. The eight symbolizes feeling trapped and restricted, perhaps by one's own convictions. Self-imposed barriers can be shed with an open mind. Mm, Okay, what are you trapping yourself into? I said I've been blocking myself. I'm I don't know how I'm blocking myself. I don't I don't know. Ah oh, shit. Okay, hold on. Let's just pull one more. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz all of them are going to be like, "Yes, yes, that's it. Yes." <laughs> okay, girl, another swords. This is crazy. Another swords. Oh my okay. god. What is happening with these fucking swords? Okay, so this is the 4 of swords. The four resembles a moment of rest and contemplation after the chaos of the three and encourages solidarity and reflection. Okay. I think that's a really, that's actually a really good card to end on. What do you think? Weirdly, this is the weird thing. It's like I'm so, so much more calm than I ever have been. Like I'm, I had a lot of stress, but at the same time, I'm like super calm about it. And like I even did like stopped my day today and I just did like some meditations and like, I don't know, I'm like weirdly calm, but like nothing's also happening. So. Okay. <laughs> Let's do one more. <laughs> if it's a sword. Well, oh my God. What? Oh my God. This is such a good card. Bitch. Oh my God. This what? Is <laughs> this is the cups of opportunities. It's all of the opportunities. Ah! This is like the best cups yes! card you can get. <laughs> okay. 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 We finally got there. We finally got the good card. Okay. Here we go. I just didn't want to, I just didn't want to settle on that last one. I was like, no, there's one more. It's better. No, it wasn't good enough. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is the seven of cups. Opportunities and wishful thinking are suggested by the seven. It also warns of seeking superficial short-term things. So if you look at the card, Kayla, here, I'll hold it up to the camera. So if you see the card, this card has a bunch of different cups in the sky, which are all filled with different opportunities. So in one of the cups, there's like a serpent. It looks like there's jewelry in one of the cups. Pretty much it's symbolizing that there's a lot of opportunities being presented to you, but not every opportunity is a good one. Like one of them's filled with a snake. Like you don't want that, but the other one's filled with diamonds. And like, maybe you do want that. <laughs> okay. Hold on. I'm take a picture of this and I'll send it to you. Yeah. Take a picture and send it. Oh to my you. gosh. I love that. I started doing tarot. I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good sound bite. Oh my god. You were taking a picture. I love that I started tarot. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh my god. That is funny. I don't know. I just feel like it gives me some guidance. I didn't even know I needed. Makes you think. Makes you like think different. And now we know that your money miracle is going to end with lop- lots of opportunities for you. And at the end of it, also lots of rest. And then rest, which I need the rest so bad. 
You have to tell all of us what your miracle is. Yes. I will be glad to share my miracle that happens between now and Thursday. (laughs) Okay. Well, that is the end of this tarot reading and the end of this episode. So thank you so much, guys, for hanging out with us today. Not a whole lot going on. We just really are here for the chat today. We haven't had an episode in a while. We're very excited about being on the top charts. We want to say thank you to all of our new listeners for your support. And we ask you to please rate the podcast five stars and to leave us a nice review. We're going to start production on season three as soon as I get back to America, which is in two weeks. So next time you guys hear from me, I'll be a U.S. citizen once again, and I'll be probably stuffing my face with Cheez-Its in Target. (laughs) Exactly. Love you. Can't wait to talk to you soon. All right. Love you. Love you.